That's true. Dang it, you stole my intro. <laughs> you got podcast pants on? Oh, I, oh, you bet your ass I got podcast pants on. It is officially pumpkin spice and podcast pants time, everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's up, HVAC crew? Dennis here. As you can see, we've already gotten started. Riding's still typing notes. That's how prepared we are. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot to get to. Uh, it is... Well, I'll, I'll let him I'll let him bring that in, what today is. Yeah. It's Not a, right yeah. now, but this oh, yeah. is when the show... Whatever. I hate recording. Not live. Live. We'll so anyway, lo- part out later. <laughs> I know someone that will f- can fix that in post. <laughs> I know. My God. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. What's up, HVAC crew? Uh, as Dennis said, you could probably hear me type typing away, but I'm still throwing some notes on in here. Uh, you know, sometimes we just, uh, well, there's no sometimes about it. We pretty much mostly shoot from the hip unless we have a guest. We have a guest. I try to be more prepared. Um, but sometimes it's just fun to get on here and see what happens. Um, yeah. So, uh, as usual, I will start the show with our shameless self-promo selfless <laughs> selfless yes it's selfless. not about it is not about me it is about the hvac crew and thank you everybody for being part of that hvac crew we appreciate you listening we uh we finished selling out the trucker hats this week so we are working on a, a kind of different restock of some truckers some new stuff to maybe uh wet the appetites a little bit yeah. Help you know, help uh help fund some of the future of HVAC R and D. But um you know, as Dennis said, it's a special day. We'll get into a bit more of that here later. Um the show's going out on National Podcast Day, which is Friday, September thirtieth. Woo. Yeah. Um we've made it to another one. We completely missed the last one because we didn't even know that day existed. That was my fault. Good job, marketing guy. Old um, marketing guy, let me down. Yeah, I, yep, even... I did. But I got we some didn't cool miss stuff uh, National Tech Day though this year. No, we didn't. We actually were on point for that one. Good job. Tech Pro guy. tip. Pro tip Pro... numero uno <laughs> from Tech Guy numero uno. 
Um, so our Instagram is uh, climbing quickly. So appreciate yeah, everybody for that. We, we potentially have kicked over the uh, the four digit mark as this is going out. So thank you everybody for following us. Um, the TikTok is finally starting to get off the ground. So uh, go check us out over there. Um, pretty much everything I'm putting on TikTok uh, primarily is going to be specifically for that platform and one other one that I'm about to mention, um, which is Trade Hounds. If you guys aren't on Trade Hounds, it is honestly a really cool app. It's streamlined. It's great for all the trades, and it is an app specifically for us. We can get on there. We can post job site photos, job site videos. You know, we can talk to fellow techs from all over the country. I'm working on getting them to get us into Canada uh, so that our boys Foodie and HVAC Doc can join the HVAC crew on Trade Hounds. So we're working on that. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool app. The guys that run it, you know, have been supportive of us as well. So we really appreciate that from them. So go check out Trade Hounds. If you haven't downloaded it, download it. You can also find an invite to Trade Hounds through our link tree, which is on our Instagram, um, which is at HVACRND, which is also the same handle as TikTok and Trade Hounds. And LinkedIn is also growing. So come check us out over there also. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's that's mostly it for now. We'll do a little bit more promo of some other stuff in a bit. But um, at this point, it is now Dennis's time to intro me. So go. Oh, I picked out my man. intro music too, by the way. I didn't send it to you, but I picked it out. <laughs> you're going to have to give it to me or I can't put it in there. I know. Oh, you're going you're gonna to find out about it. I can't top that intro you had last week. I know. You don't have to intro me. Just play some cool music right here. Go. So, we have a guest on the show tonight. The pencil pusher extraordinaire. He's, uh... Can't keep his car clean, but he does a good job on the podcast. (laughs) He crushes his brand. He knows his brand inside and out. Welcome to the show, Rydona. I'd rather dig in a cooler man than dig in a dish. I'm sick and damn tired of being somebody's bitch. I've been working all day, about time to quit. Waiting on five to start on six. Everybody watching that tick-tock tick The slower it goes, the closer it gets We'll be cracking it, popping it, giving it a twister Waiting on five to start on a sixer Waiting on five, waiting on five, waiting on five What's up, everybody? So excited (laughs) to be here. I'm pumped, ready to go, ready to get into this show. Big things are happening. And your mic's broken. (laughs) <laughs> and dang it, and I even turned it down. I, I even promised Zach that I would turn my mic down, which I, I actually did. Maybe I'll try it like, Good show, guys. I think Ride's actually, clipping. <laughs> I, uh, I got a little bit too close, a little too excited, too much excitement. Well, I got um, the screen back on mine, so I don't know how it's... It sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, see, the uh, lines on the screen, yours are just... Man, yours are up there. Well, and you know what's funny is... Months ago, yours used to be that way on my screen, and now they're not. I think that Zencaster changes quite a bit. Yeah, we'll blame Zencaster. 
All right, Dang so you free recording platform. Yeah, we were talking about doing a little short show here, but I don't know if we can pull it off. Um, Probably not. So, what have you been up to? We got some. We got a lot coming a bunch, up. A bunch. Um, Just day to day. You been anything? Any job sites? Any? Uh, uh, I've not gone to a job site this week, but I am due a visit to uh, my new construction job. I actually sent sent five roughs out to that same job this morning. I think that's the most roughs I've sent to one new construction project since. Uh, that's pretty decent. Probably. Probably when I was in Greenville been a while since i've done a bunch of new construction outside of like just you know big drop ship multifamily stuff you got to get out there and get some picks i know they're found that they're actually getting ready to start trimming um the first building they did so now i can kind of get back in and get a bit more uh full footage on a couple different buildings um before we get too deep into that there we go uh, you know what? I was about to say, we sc- strolled right by it. Oh, I, mm, what you got there? Delightful. Little hitchhiker? Little hitchhiker. Part of my uh, trio of cases I picked up yesterday that I sent you a picture of. All right, so I've already opened mine and I've already killed it. So I'm going to go over here and do the blind pull on the mini fridge. The blind pool shuffle. Let's go. And here we go. What beer will he grab? He's going to laugh his ass off later when he hears me doing this. <laughs> All right. Blind pool. What do we got? Old school yingling. Regular <laughs> yingling. It's hard Very to be nice. a good yingling, too. It is hard. Here we go. Oh, good pop. As soon as I did that, my stomach growled. So, the funny thing is, you go pop a yingling, you're talking about Tracy cooking chili. So, Kristen and I cooked chili for our wedding. And Yingling was the beer we used in the chili. You know what? That's why we bought the Yinglings. It is a good chili beer. Tracy poured a can in there. So good. Been cooking all day in the crock pot. I came home and came in the house and it was like, just slaps you right in the face. You're like, "Mm, I just feel warm and fuzzy like it's fall time. I know. And then you're like, I need some fry bread to go with this. What do we... (laughs) What we got here? It's 61 right here. Tomorrow will be a high 79. Oh, it's going to feel nice. It's getting there. Very nice. Good training weather. Speaking of that, yep. Yeah. That's what I've been right doing. in there. Yeah, good, good, good toss up there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing the uh, training world tour, feels like. Got a new product out. Uh, it's not too new, but it's new enough. Uh, today was actually an open house at a distributor. So a couple, uh, couple of reps out there. They brought some Chick-fil-A in. Contractors just strolled by. I had my little table and my running system set up. And 
man, do I love doing that. Um, now, here's the, I'm going to get a video. <laughs> I'm going to get a, like a, <laughs> somehow I got to make a video of every time somebody walks up to the system, you can't walk up to it without a putting your hand over the condenser. Is it running? Is it warm air? Or B, putting your hand over the air handler and seeing if that air is blowing and how cold it is. I've probably seen 50 guys come by me and none of them just walked up and looked at the unit. They all put their hand over it. You've got to have like a checklist. (laughs) I mean, it's just... And just like, yep, yep, yep. Oh, no, I missed one. It's just what we do. I mean, yep. You've been to your neighbor's house if you're a tech. You're drinking beer out in the backyard watching football and you're kind of walk over to the unit, put your hand over the top and you're like, hmm, think you might be a little low, bud. A little low on charge. Guy's like, what? That's just what we do, the handometer. And then you just look up and say, hey, man, beer can cold never gets old. <laughs> That's right. There's or, a, yeah. There's a teaser for you. You may even grab the suction line, see how cold it is. Yep, yep. But yeah, no, so we just, you know, I fired up the unit and had some some pamphlets and some literature and talk about how it works and pack it all back up and drive back home. Good day. I remember, I remember the days of packing up, driving to Wilmington to count a warehouse and then turn around and drive back. <laughs> Actually, I call it a warehouse. It was a storage facility that we modified into a warehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was on the other side of Raleigh today, like on the other side. Past Red Oak, couldn't get a picture of that in time. I never can't catch it. And he was not prepared on the way back either, apparently. Well, you can't see it on the way back. It's, it's I guess not that's a good true. That's it's true. for the drive in. Like they got it turned and everything is for like coming in. That's true. Um huge brewery though. It looks big from the road, anyway. Huge, huge have brewery. Not, huge. <laughs> have you not been there? No, I haven't. I've driven by it a million times just like you have. So yeah, I've had that going on. Got Tons of trainings coming up the next two weeks of going to contractor shops training. Um, Thursday, well, it's already gone when you hear this. That's true. Um, got a golf tournament. Had a golf tournament on Thursday. Yeah, that's weird. Can't talk about it. Talk well, we'll about talk it about week. it, and you you talk about what your plan is. What like what is your pregame plan? Well, I got to be sixty four. That's what I had the last four-man scramble with three guys that shoot in the hundreds. So that's what I got this time. I feel time. like this sound that literally just sounds like Dennis slapped those three guys on his back and lugged them down the fairway. I mean. 18 holes. <laughs> that 64 is pretty good. I mean. Yeah. Every hole, there's usually barely one in play when I hit. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just bad. <laughs> it's bad. Speaking of that, U.S. won the President's Cup. Woo. Woo. Um, 
Yep, won a President's Cup. Uh, one of Kristen's high school friends got hit in the can by Jordan Spieth. So he then signed the golf ball and gave it back to the guy. Which is funny. I sent Dennis a picture of that. I'll post it if I can. Uh, <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to blur the I'll blur the name and stuff out, but that was pretty funny. So we went on Friday, and I've been to a Ryder Cup. I've been to a lot of other events. President's Cup was on my bucket list, so I went. I've got to say, though, not my favorite. I mean, I hate to say that. You know, you, you, you always talk about your bucket list stuff, and then you go, and you're like, yeah. God. But the problem is there was shit tons of people, but only, t- you know, 10 golf balls being played at one time. That's the most. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's not so 150 like, golfers out there. So, yeah, they were just like hold to hold to hold, just like migration. Is that how it was working? Well, yeah. you. I mean, you couldn't oh, get to see a shot. I mean, it's too many people for too little golf. It's um, That makes sense. That makes I mean, it was sense. a huge venue, right? But they huge. had a ton of huge. <laughs> Damn it. They had a ton of venues built like the. You know, the fan shot where you buy your stuff was probably like three football fields long. I mean, I don't know. It was insane. The amount of scaffolding and and grandstands that they built, they said that was the most ever at a President's Cup. But um, you couldn't couldn't follow the golfers around. It was just too many people because there wasn't enough out there playing. There was just only a few matches going on. So... Now, for, uh, now, for people, Sunday I was gonna say, good. I was gonna say, for people that don't know how the President Cups or the President's Cup works, do you want to give like a quick, like, few minute rundown of like this is how it works? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got so there's four days. You got it's the international team versus the U.S. The Ryder Cup is the Europeans versus the U.S. Gotcha. So. On the international team, um, or so the international team has a, um, God, what do they call him? You know, the coach. Um, damn, I can't think of the name. What they um, call him? Anyway, manager? No, that's a, uh, geez. Anyway, so he picks, he picks his team, which is, um, I think they carry 11 because they got, they might carry 12 and you play 10 at a time. So two sits on the bench. Um, so one day you'll have, you know, Thursday was alternate shot. So you got on, on, on each team, you got two guys on the, on a team and they're, he hits, then he hits, then he hits. So then whoever wins that match gets a point. So you got to have so many points to win total. Um, Friday, every guy plays their ball and you take the best score. And then I don't know what they did Saturday. Uh, Sunday, it's all 10 guys playing and it's match play. So it's one on one. And so, you know, the night before, they'll have a press conference and there he throws out a man and then the U.S. guy will throw out a guy. To gotcha. play against him. And then gotcha. he throws out a guy, then he throws out a guy, you know. 
um, so it's, it's like pretty cool. A head, it's like having a head coach or a manager, right? Basically, and it's like it's almost like you're picking. It's just like you pick your fantasy team, right? You are throwing you guys out. Yep. You're like, okay, I'm gonna put Jordan Spieth out, and then the international team has to answer and say, all right, we're gonna put so and so up against him, and then they'll play a match, and then. So, like I said, I mean, on a, on a normal golf tournament, there's, you know, 150 guys out there. And then, of course, whoever makes the cut keeps going through the weekend. But you can walk around and, and find – Yeah, you can see something going on at any – Well, you time. see four guys playing, and there might be six people walking, watching them because they're nobody. But they're pros, and you can walk around and, and watch them, but – you know, Tiger rolls up in there or used to, you couldn't get around that hole. Like it was just packed. That's the way this was for everything. And I was just like, you know, I didn't get to see but like two golf shots the whole day. That's why Dennis was just staring at the bottom of his president's cup cup. Hey. Yes. <laughs> well, you end up and going and like we're watching it on a big big screen <laughs> and uh, you know, having some cocktails and uh but we met some distributors out there, and we talked HVAC, which is cool, you know. Um, so this golf tournament, this is a first annual for a distributor. Uh, I'm pulling the trailer out there, setting the tent up with the whole, you know, the running system and the tankless, you know, water heaters. And I think there's, I think we tee off at 12. So there's lunch and dinner and awards, and it'll be a long day. Dennis I think I'm going to get got, a hotel. Yeah, Dennis has got training, lunch, and awards, and I'm meanwhile, I'm like, I'm running out of ACs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're, <laughs> I'm hearing that from other distributors, oh, too, though. Dude, it's, it's, I'm hearing it from other distributors. I'm hearing it from other buddies and trades that buy from other people because, uh, well, some of them can resell their ACs to their sister companies up north, right? Yeah, some can. Um, where me and you, where I came from, where you're still there, it's Georgia and North Carolina. There is no... Yeah, there's no uh, sister company up north to move that to. So, once they right, go... So, whatever's the, uh, left over is trash. Paperweight. Yeah. Or, or you know, you find somewhere up north that's going to buy it for pennies on the dollar, which that, that doesn't do anybody any good but the people up north. No. And all most right, so. most all distributors knew that was coming. It's It was going to be at some point we were all going to have to run out of ACs in order to make room for the new ones that are coming to replace them for M1 or SEER 2. But... I mean, you uh, didn't get... It wasn't too... Right. I mean, I don't know... I mean, trying to trying to run out right at the end of cooling season is a very tough feat. Well, and the thing is, I'd rather be running out of them now than be trying to scramble to get rid of them in December. Right. So, I think I think the biggest headache is just getting guys to uh, actually plan on how to deal with their trim outs and stuff for you know all these big custom homes yep. and different stuff. Cause like, like I said, I don't do, I don't really get into like track style new construction, but I've got three or four guys that have like 
you know, some builders that build, you know, a dozen, oh, yeah. you know, a dozen to two dozen houses a year, but those houses are multi-million dollar houses with four or five systems in them. But, you know, they'll rough it in. They might rough it in in February and they're not doing trim outs till November. So right. the headache has been these guys that started these houses like this in, you know, June, July, and August. They're like, buddy, if you're putting an AC in there, you better think twice about it or we better set it up for dual fuel because we don't know what you're going to trim this thing out with unless you buy it now. And if you buy the AC now, yeah. you got to put it in before the end of the year. You're toast anyway. Right. You got to put it in. And I know our Canadian buddies listening to this show are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm assuming there they fall in the above the Mason Dixon category. Oh, I mean, they right? would, but but they're not regulated by our EPA. So that's right. That's what I mean. It's a mess. Yeah. Which we talked with, we talked with Doc and with Foodie about some of that. We didn't really get into crazy detail. Um, they're just not dealing cause with the, it. Cause that's not I something mean. that they deal with. They, they're dealing with such badass high end commercial stuff all the time that they don't even have to bother with the little ton and a half to five ton stuff. I deal with every day. Yeah, I mean, residential, though, is a huge part of HVAC, though. Huge. Huge. God, I'm <laughs> crushing that word. All right. Uh, let's see. So tell me about your uh, your zoning issues. We talked a little bit about it, but uh, fill me in. I'm trying to remember if I did talk about this. Ah, I can't remember. Um... Zach, that beard scratch was not me, by the way. Just so you know. That was all Dennis just then. I know. He's like, God, why does he keep scratching his beard? I don't know. <laughs> it itches sometimes. It itches. I have dry skin. It's, it's so I went to another. Yeah, now, you, now I got phantom scratch it. Itches. <laughs> um, so I went to a job site again. Zoning. Zoning still something that we can't get figured out um, in the field. So basically the system that, that I'm working on now, it's inverter driven and it's looking for an indoor coal temp based on the suction pressure. So whatever you got going on airflow inside, there's not, there's, it's non-communicating. So they had just a Honeywell zone system on this and nowhere to dump the air. So they're dumping it in the return and the coil gets freezing cold and the outdoor unit just throttles down because it's like, Oh, nope. Which on a single stage unit, you got the DAT sensor on a Honeywell, right? That you got the, the temperature at which that, supplier gets to a point it, it shuts you down anyway uh with with a with an inverter system like this that's reading reading suction pressure like it just keeps throttling down and throttling down to the point where it's like all right now we got to shut off or we're going to freeze up so you never walk up on a frozen coil but it also don't maintain when it gets you know above 80 something degrees outside uh 
so I asked the guys, like, we got to set this zoning up. Like, I know this is the problem, and it's not the brand of outdoor unit because they're wanting to rip it all out. And uh, I said, we need a manometer. We need a set of gauges with suction line clamp, liquid line clamp. And he's just, he doesn't have any of that. He has none of it. I was just like, man, how do you, you know, how? You can't set any of this up without it. So, yeah, all I, all I want to point out is that when you're setting up zoning, um, I always look at my static pressure based on your blower chart, whatever your air handler or furnace your total static, put the system in worst case scenario, open the smallest zone by itself, and check your static. Try to get your static as close as you can um, without, you know, just, just start cracking your bypass. You know, you get the you get the Honeywell bypass damper. It's just in the middle when you pull it out of the box. you got to adjust that. Um believe it or not so or as what's his name says uh what's the was it rtfm yep rtfm read the fm manual yeah so i get the static right but in the meantime while i'm doing that i'm looking at my superheat so if my superheat gets to the point where it's dropping way down in the single digits then it's gonna freeze up eventually on a long run time um, because the cold air can't get out of that coal so or out of the box so that's when you can crack the bypass a little more um, you really need to get that supply air dumped somewhere other than the return box or make the make it really long make the flex long or dump you know in this case we were able to dump it into a return plenum way down the line so it would mix right so it wouldn't be freezing cold by the time it got there and uh he just didn't realize that right he just didn't understand so then the outdoor unit started to throttle up because we had a little more warm air coming in it should be good to go um but keep running into zoning problems well, and I have a feeling we're going to see we're going to see more and different zoning problems as we go into everybody's new platforms. Um, yeah, you got three stage units, which you know all that stuff should help zoning. Should, but it doesn't fix it, right? Like that's it. Oh, it's a three stage unit. Oh, it's a two stage unit. It's, it's great for zoning. Yeah, but. It's still refrigeration. Um, well, and it's and it's also it's airflow. That's we talk about that all the time. Um, yeah, you can't you can't overcome a shit duct system. Pardon my French. With a good unit, no matter how hard you try, you cannot completely overcome a terrible duct system. You just can't do it. I think we just all need to work on fry fry machines like commercial kitchen fry machines and chip machines and tater makers tater makers <laughs> uh 
Yeah. Thing was sweet. It was sweet. So, let's see. Uh, of course, I'm, I had a humidity call. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I had a humidity call. Where was I at? I was in Fayetteville. Little muggy in Fayetteville. Um, homeowner. So I walk in the house. Um, probably a house built in like uh, 2007. Vinyl siding, two story, on a crawl. Track home, million houses in there. Uh, so I'm in. Fa- I, I go in there. I walk in. It's 74 degrees on the stat, and I walk in, and I'm just like. Ooh, it is just not feel that great in here. You can just feel it. I go look at the stat, it says 74. The lady's like, look, it always satisfies the stat, but my hair just will not do right. <laughs> my hair will not do right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's no. like, that's when I know it's bad. That's when I know the humidity's high. I was going to say, now, how many times have you dealt with that exact explanation? That was the first time. My hair won't do right. She said, my hair just... And all I can think about is Eddie saying, Clark, if I go sailing down that hill with nothing in between my brain but a piece of government plastic. (laughs) Oh, Lord. My part just ain't going to do right. Uh, yeah, she said, my hair just, it just doesn't do right. I said, okay, it's already almost time for that movie again. I know. So I said, you're right. So I put, I put all the pro, the old Phil Peace pros, uh, Phil Peace job link on the, uh, on everything. And I had like 69% humidity in the house. I'm pretty sure it was not that high outside. It was like 55 outside. And I'm like, golly, this is crazy. So I go outside, look at the unit. I go to go in the crawl and it's just wet sand. I mean, it's the whole crawl. It's just wet sand. There's no plastic. There is nothing. And I was like, what's, I mean, what have you talked to him about this at all? He's like, eh, I mean, you know, you know the deal. The other system didn't do it. They didn't have any problems with the other system, which I think was undersized. So it ran its ass off. And um, so this had the one system, two stories, one stat, not zoned. It had the stat on the first floor. And I guess it's just that's just a bad situation. You can't, you know. So I would turn the unit on and, and put it in forced cooling and it would just pull tons of humidity out of the house. Start pouring outside. The humidity would start dropping. Of course the temp's dropping too, but um, as soon as I would turn the unit off, man, the humidity would just climb like instantly. So we're going to try a couple things, but I told the homeowner, I was like, look, I'm not telling you this is going to fix you all your problems, 
but you have got to put some plastic down in that crawl space. Minimum, just yeah. get a little kid and just roll some plastic around out of there. Like, I'm not telling you to like dry it in. Yeah, you know, spend twenty grand, but it's just wet under there. It's just what it does. Like you can't. So all the all the screws. This the the system that I was there looking at was a year old and it was rusted out. Jeez, I took pictures and I said, "Look, man, this is not." It's you're not wanting a, a new environment for no, you, you're, you're wanting a new unit, and this is not this is not a normal crawl space. <laughs> like you got to get some plastic under here, so you could see in the sand under the the air handler all the little drips, the little divots in the sand where oh, that thing's just yep. been dripping. And I said, man, I don't know what system you had in here before this one. Apparently, you didn't have any humidity problems, but that's not what you got in here now. You know, I don't know how to fix the yeah. old one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. this is what we got now, and I'm just telling you, like, this unit is running. It's doing what it's supposed to, and you've got a shit ton of moisture under here. Um, he didn't disagree. He's just... He said, all right, honey, get your coveralls on. You got to put plastic under the house. <laughs> she was like uh no so yeah I've been trying to combat some of these calls um, of course I'm not in tech support anymore but I do have these and you know we support contractors either way yeah buy sure the product that stuff. So, yeah so I'll, I'll, I'm out there still which I have to be man I gotta still get my oh yeah get out in the field so I'll I'll work on getting uh getting my field fix either tomorrow or Thursday probably. Since I, I do need to go and take a look at that job site and see kinda where we are on the next couple of buildings that are coming up. Cause the other headache is is just making sure to plan that, you know, what we've got going out the door is still gonna be timeline managed to do everything they need it to do before we start running out of current heat pumps too because at least this whole job is all heat pumps i'm not dealing with the the ac crisis but they're still we're going to run out of current you know old obsolete heat pumps too that's coming as well so i feel like we need to come on here and talk about as ratings come out (laughs) i mean who's even put anything out i mean ratings are out there for some brands but What's interesting is I'm seeing most most brands are getting like their their base level stuff is pretty much right. ironed out. But their next tier and mid tier stuff is all over the map. Well, because a lot of them's base tier now. Yep. Is their last year's mid tier. And in some cases it's like their mid high tier. So right. all of a sudden they're like, oh shit. Uh, so where do you, you <laughs> got to go I mean, from I here? Like you got to Yeah. You got, you got to have a good, better, best. Right. Or do you, yep. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like you should. Well, and I think you think it'll get to a point where brands just have like their Mac daddy unit, their Mac daddy unit. 
I don't know about our time. I mean, what do you think? You think that's something that'll happen? I mean, I don't know. We're getting it, to the point where our base, like, you know, chunky little unit that we're putting in is two stage or it's inverter. Or, yeah, that's like there, so, there really is no base junky little unit no more. Right. Um, so what are we going to hit? Like, are we just going to have trains got their unit and everybody's just going to try to put out the baddest thing they can only? Well, and I think we see like that. 10 years point, from now? But I mean, I, I really don't know. I feel like you're going to see, at least I, I hope you start seeing a bit more. Um, what's the right term for it? Work smarter, not just, harder products. Yeah. Um, where, and well, you're seeing it, you're seeing it with the inverter stuff. You're seeing, you know, you know, instead of having seven different outdoor units for ton and a half through five ton, you know, we started seeing it in stage stuff. So now we have two, three, four, and five. Well, now you're seeing with inverters, you have, you know, ton and a half to three and three and a half to five. So you have two. In a lot yeah, of three and a five, and then you'll see them where if you match it with this one air handler or this this furnace, it gets this rating. But if you match it with this other air handler, like if you use the Mac Daddy air handler on the lower tier stuff, it yeah it picks makes, it, up. it makes your mid sear, and then you've got your right. Mac Daddy up top. So, and I'm seeing that a little bit with with my primary brand is at least on one side of the furnaces, you know, they're, they're streamlining furnaces big time. I feel like the next move to, for other brands is to put out units that the outdoor is just all the technology on its own. Well, and see non-communicating, put it with anything. You see, if you look at, look at what, what you're, your brand is doing they're doing that and then if you look at what some of what my brand is doing it's it's doing that to a point but not to that level like they're trying i feel like they're right they're trying to to, to start slimming down the number of skews of product right but they're still not to that level well because the You've got the, I mean, I guess you could say the, you got the Bosch, the Gree, you got the Daikins, you got that side of the industry. Yeah, species, all that, all that. Yeah, so you stuff. got, you got that, that style of inverter over there that's doing, you're non-communicating, inverter driven. It's using sensors, thermistors, uh, transducers, you know, and making an indoor coal happy. That's yep. all it's doing. Yep. So then you got the big the big box brands, you know, train carrier, ream. They're they're still putting out the communicating equipment, but it's like, well, you, you know, I know ream's always been, and I and I liked it. Is is it doesn't have to be communicating, but you're like, oh, you're losing all these benefits, but it still just it, it ramps still up doing what on doing, time. Yeah. Yep. Now it can't stop in the middle somewhere. It just ramps up to a point, ramps up to a point, and then ramps up to a point. You know. Yep. Every ten minutes, if it needs more, it ramps up. Um. Because I think I just feel like as we get more complicated, 
course, at the end of the day, right, we're still doing the same thing. Yep. That's what's funny. We're still just removing heat. But communicating systems with the software and everything, it's just becoming a lot. I don't know. I don't know. They just can't streamline it. Well, and you know, you know do we've you, been putting that. They've been you, these are they've been putting this shit out for a while. Like, well, it makes you wonder if they they haven't ever streamlined some of it just because the mentality of the major brands for so long has just been to have all these SKUs of product. It just right. it just has. I mean, you know, there's always you've always had what. So if you've got one, two, you've got almost what, plus close to 20 to 30 different sizes and models of SKUs on just condensers and heat pumps alone. And then you've got, you know, all the different SKUs of each different style of furnace, area, or coil. It's insane. Right. Um, and then you're talking about how they're, how, where they're putting the technology going into this new this whole new set of things you're seeing some brands are doing it all outside. Like your brand really is all outside. Like you've, you've shared oh, yeah. it with me and, and helped me figure that out. I'm you're seeing some of that on, on my brand just because the bulk of all the new updates and changes, they're all in the outdoor unit. Now, are you the, seeing more you know, the EVs only- on the indoors? Or are they still, I know they were trying to get away from that almost. No, indoor, outside, I think, you know, your primary indoors, it looks like, are going to be TXVs for at least the bottom and and lower mid-tier. Okay. And then it'll go EEV. Because I was looking forward to EEVs across the board. Well, and outside, outside they might be a bit more EEV. Because well, of that's the, the compressors way... and all those things are changing. But that's the thing, you know, the bulk of, you know, 90%, probably 95% of the new technology that's coming out with, with my brand is all in the outdoor unit. Furnaces right. and coils and, you know, the air handlers are getting some updates. But, you know, most of it is, most of the updates for the in, indoor stuff is just, you know, adding Bluetooth for commissioning. Right. It's not, it's not a whole heaping lot of anything else, really. No, you're just dropping the dip switches. I mean... That's it. It actually was easier to do on my phone than it was a dip switch. Can't see it. You don't know whether it's on or off. Uh, but on the phone, it was just like, what's your blower? You know, what's your static? Set your blower. Um, What's your outdoor tonnage? So... um. I know the brand I'm working with now has a 20 sear connected and it's a cell service with an antenna that you strap on the side and you can remotely get into the system and see what all the parameters are, which is line voltage, amp draw on the compressor, liquid line pressure, suction pressure, liquid temp, suction temp. Uh, fan speed you can look at all that from your phone remotely anywhere um, which is pretty wicked uh, wicked smart 
Yeah, I mean, some of this stuff, you know, some of this technology, if you look back at some of the technology that our dads had with stuff, it's like, that was, it had to be cool as shit then, but it's really useless. You know, I feel like we're going to run into some of that technology with HVAC. It's like, it's going to look cool for us now, but (laughs) in five years, we're going to be like, God, that was stupid. Why did they do it like that? But. All right. Where'd you go? You're done. You got it on mute or something? No, you're not. No, I'm right here. There you are. I ain't going nowhere. Focus, grasshopper. I am focusing. Um, you want to get into the new, the big news coming up? Oh, we could get into the big news. We can get into the big news. What in the world? My whole screen just went black. Here we go. I could see nothing Time for a out. second. We got. Oh, that Hoptown Brewery. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, while, while Dennis has been doing... Normally, it felt like forever I was the road warrior. Now, all of a sudden, Dennis is the road warrior. And I'm like, hey, I went and found another cool brewery. <laughs> <laughs> all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, I went out and lived life a little bit the last two weekends. Um, so, Chris and I went to Hoptown Brewery, which is a sweet little spot up in, up in Mooresville. Um, met the owner and his wife. They're both the App State fans. They were Woo-woo. having a having a little watch party at the brewery, you know, because when you make your own beer, why not go drink your own beer and watch your football team? I like it, right? Um, but we were also there because our friends we had met the weekend before the uh, Taco Love and More people were set up outside the brewery, so uh, we were craving tacos again. Saturday night. And also, mm-hmm. since I talked about them on the show last time, they wanted us to come and check them out again. I got some great uh, footage that I'll roll into a reel for them and do a little Taco Loving More HVAC R&D promo. Yeah, they need to make us a beer. Well, well Hoptown does, yes. The taco yes. people don't make the beer. They make the tacos. No, no, no. no we could just need to drink. Oh. Um, crawl space IPA and have a taco. Yes. Um, now I will say Hoptown also had a sweet, had some sweet merch. Um, I definitely, when I saw one of the things over there, I was like, dadgummit, that's what Dennis and I were going to do. So I'm not going to tell you people what it was. Um, (laughs) but I remember sending Dennis a picture. I was like, Dennis, it's our people. They stole our idea. I know. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, that was a fun weekend. We bought a dozen chicken tacos to take home. What about so liquid was, liquid line lager? Liquid line lager. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just keep. I, well, out. that and that and I had the, uh, I like the let's get it going lager and the, uh, yeah, come on, seasonal sour. <laughs> and the uh, podcast pilsner. Podcast Pilsner. That, that was that's, Kristen. That's that actually was, that was Kristen. I was like, "Ooh, that's good. That is good." Um, Attic Ale. Attic Ale. <laughs> oh 
that might geez. be a little creepy. So what what is this Cajun Joe Navy stories? So, I, so I had to take. Um, I know we we talked about this on last week, but my uh, Cajun Joe is having neck surgery next week. So, not a hundred percent sure what the recording schedule is going to be next week, but we'll figure that out. I might be doing it from from next to Cajun Joe's hospital bed. I don't know. We might drag his uh drag him onto the show by proxy. He yep. at least have something to listen to because he's going to be bored out of his mind. Once he wakes up, he's going to be so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so his neck surgery they're doing, they have to go through the front of his throat, or like the front of his neck. So God, that sounds terrible. so like for the first couple of days. I mean, like trying to swallow and all that other stuff. Like until until he can even until he can like swallow liquids, they won't let me take him home. Um. But he's got a bone spur growing into his nervous system in his neck that if they don't take the spur out, it's going to start to paralyze him even more than it already has because it's already starting to take away his ability to raise his arms. And as a 81-year-old, uh, never-say-died, never-quit technician that likes to use his hands all the time, it is driving him nuts not yeah, able to do stuff, um, especially with what he's dealing with with the mom and everything. But so when I went to Asheville with him uh, Monday, the second place we had to go, we actually had to go to the hospital, which the new, the new wings at Memorial Mission in Asheville are gorgeous, man. That's like one of really? the like, nicest hospitals I may have ever been in. It's so freaking nice. Um, and the lady that was doing his, his pre-op labs, they were just talking about medical history stuff. And then he had talked about being in the Navy and her son was a 10 year submarine vet in the Navy. Hmm. So I learned, so I learned that, uh, at one point dad was friends with, a uh, a chief or a chief that was on a, which I guess would be a chief petty officer is what he's, what he's saying. So yeah, I have no idea where that cut off. It all of a sudden just sounded like you dropped your mic into a field of crickets that were just screaming into the thing. It's like, ah, what in the world's going on? Yeah, apparently it just stopped and we got to start a new track here. So thanks, Zencaster. So, uh, that's what we get for me complaining about him earlier. Right. <laughs> that was karma biting me in the ass. <laughs> um, so... I'm not sure exactly where this left off. What was the last thing you heard me say? It's all right. Well, you were talking, we were, I don't know. Navy story. Um, So yeah, the pre-op lady had a son that was in the Navy. So dad started telling Navy stories. Um, And he was saying, one, I know, I knew he had been part of uh, Famosa, which was a, a small skirmish off the coast of Korea, but then I didn't realize dad had actually been in Laos like pre Vietnam when some Mm. of that stuff was going down. And then also he had said they had a, a person on their ship that like had a hero complex. And at first I wasn't exactly sure what he was meaning by that, (laughs) but apparently this guy would like, 
people they call people they would call like hero complex people would like to go and create a problem that they could in turn look like they were the hero of by trying to solve it. Huh. So this guy that had a hero complex started a fire on the freaking ship. Oh, that he was, good. you know, and you know, his plan was, he was like, oh, it's just going to be a little fire and I'll contain it. So on and so forth. Well, um, that didn't work out for him. <laughs> so what became... Was it Joven? No, no. Maybe, maybe it was one of Joven's ancestors. I yep. don't know. Um, but anyway, so this guy set a fire on the aircraft carrier. Well, dad was on one of the fire teams for the mechanical team. So they, they called in his fire squad and he and these other guys, they, they were telling him to take this hose down towards this one um, hatch opening because the fire had gotten so bad so fast that it was engulfing all the areas around the munitions depots of the boat. Oh. And he said, no joke. He said, there were enough atomic weapons on that boat. The Philippines wouldn't have been left if it went off. He said, they would have wiped them <laughs> off the map. He's like, it would have blown my ass clear of the moon. He said they fought oh. that fire for 13 hours and luckily got it out before the ship blew up. Holy cow. And he said they were, when they were crawling towards, or when they were trying to take that hose towards that uh, one hatch, the hatch blew out. He's like, if we had gotten there any sooner, it would probably killed three or four of us because the whole hatch just blew out. So when it blew out, they were like, they made them all crawl on their stomachs like lugging that that thing to it to drop it down in the hole. But I was so like, so how did they find out that he started it? I don't know if he came forward or somebody mm -hmm. saw him do it or he had told somebody he was going to do it and that's how it got out. I have no idea. He didn't that conscious got him. Yeah, probably. But I was like, holy crap. I remember him telling that story before. But I think I was a lot younger, so I didn't really comprehend like how bad it was. Right. Or, yeah, that ammunition that starts going off. Well, I mean, you think about, I mean, full fully loaded aircraft carrier. That ain't no yeah. joke for what's in I the old munitions really depot of that right. bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> what's on there? It's going to be a was, shit road. Oh, there's a shit road. And so the boat... The boat that Dad was on is a a sister ship of one that's parked in Charleston. Oh, okay. I think you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Also found that that he lost like thirty one percent of his lung capacity due to the asbestos poisoning he got in the Navy, which now explains a bit more why, when I was a kid, it was harder for him to be extremely active with me sometimes. Which I used to always blame it on the fact he was old. It wasn't really he was old. He's good freaking breathe. Right. Jeez, Ryden. I know. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh man, asbestos. What a great product, but Yes. Yes. What thank you. A terrible product it is for the humans. <laughs> it is a good product. It's just one of those like 
like whatever they were putting in the capacitors back in the day that caused cancer. Yeah. The capacitor like would never die. Now they suck. Unless it's made by our friends in global. Those AMRAD, those AMRAD USA caps. Good stuff right there. Boom. Shameless plug. Which, which, uh, congratulations to, uh, our friend, Miss HVAC Ash, who I, I noticed got promoted either yesterday or today. As Is well she as over the Instagram department. I think I think that's kind of what might have happened. I was just based kidding. on what I'm reading. No, I'm Sweet. pretty sure there's a there's a good bit of uh I don't know if she's, she's over new weather she's, girl uh, for so Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> so you laugh at that on the her on her promotion announcement on LinkedIn, <laughs> I went on there and oh, I, and I, I tagged Mark and I said, man, I said, I'm so glad those weather reports are finally official. <laughs> yeah. They're official now. <laughs> official. She probably would cuss me. Yep. Reporting again in Scottsdale. It's 72 sunny and beautiful. Thanks. Yep. Oh, We're, damn it. <laughs> We're sweating to the oldies over here 90 percent humidity yes all so, right so yep we got some the big, big news. news the big news um i don't know what time today the announcement happened i'm assuming it probably has happened before you guys are hearing this um but hvac r&d is uh, officially going to ahr in atlanta February yep. 6th through the 8th. We will be part of the podcast pavilion. We are very excited to be part of that group. Um, we were supposed to be in last year's, but it, uh, thanks COVID. Um, so yeah. Yeah. we got a lot of, we got a lot to make up for. Um, we've already started working on the show schedule and getting stuff planned out. Um, yeah, we got to get think, some guests. We got to get. Yep, yep got to line up some guests, get all that stuff set up. You know, I know we've already got, uh, looks like we're going to have three shows in two days with three different meet and greets across the three days. Um, and I think we're recording near the bar. <laughs> yeah, supposedly there's a bar uh, close to the podcast, Vivian. So I booked us, uh, I booked the five o'clock show on Tuesday as I thought it would be an appropriate five o'clock somewhere show yep. to, uh, in Good one way or another, there. see if yeah. we can see if we can sneak a cocktail, uh, <laughs> or few to the stage Yeah, for the five o'clock somewhere show Tuesday afternoon. Um, hadn't figured out all of our travel plans, but, uh, we're working on that and, Kristen was like, man, we need to figure out how to do like a, a meetup Wednesday night with all of our, our friends we meet. Um, cause you know, the show closes on Wednesday, but I guarantee most people probably aren't flying out till Thursday. All so right. maybe we can figure out a way to put together a little, uh, HVAC R and D post AHR show. You never know. See what we can do. There. After party. After party. Cause, uh, that's right because you know at HVAC R&D we bring the party <laughs> just saying 
Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be a unique experience recording live. We haven't done that. Nope. Um, especially in in an not only is it recording live, but it's recording live in an environment where we we either will probably get heckled by the crowd, or hell, we might just heckle the crowd if we get bored. Um, or the random oh, people walking by bored. waving. Who knows? It it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that'll be. We're gonna meet so, so we many got, people. <laughs> we got one idea for guests. Yes, I think there's four mics available, yeah. so we can have two guys together. Which we got an idea for that. We still yeah. haven't. We got to throw around. Yep, we got to figure out some of the rest of them. Um, I'll tell you who we hadn't had on the show in a while. Who's that? And that's our buddy from EGIA, Lucas. You know, you know I was just thinking about old Silky Rhino. Silky Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't heard had from Lucas him. on there. I think I think he's been busy now. You know, he's planning. So AHR is in February, but EGIA's epic. 2023 i think is in march oh, so i geez. think he's so i think he's uh full bore into getting some of that scheduled out too yep um, so yeah we're gonna be at ahr bam yeah and also you'll see the ahr podcast pavilion promo which i know we'll be plugging but you'll also see the one that uh Dennis and I put together with the help of my niece, who it's actually her birthday today. So happy birthday, Amy. Thank you for uh, you and your friends at Murto Made Distillery for hooking us up with one of the coolest venues we didn't even know we'd be able to get a chance to use. But um, thank you for that. We've still got a Yeah, ton that was of, cool recording in there. Yeah. It's a nice place. Um, she makes some ton, sweet yeah. drinks, too. Dude, yeah, um, that smoked old fashioned. God, yeah, that was classic. And we still got a ton of you know merch pictures from that that I haven't haven't used them all yet because I didn't want to give away everything. But you're gonna start seeing those suckers now, um, right? And you'll see a little bit more of uh, Dennis and I's footage. So yeah, good times. A lot of, lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, very excited. So that's going to that's gonna roll us into uh, my voicemails. Oh. Yeah. It, has been, it, ha, it has been a while since we've had a, a voicemail segment. It's been, it's been uh, a little bit yeah. overdue. I got two of them. One of them is uh, our buddy Jobin finally called me back. Oh. It's been a while. What I'm curious Old to Joe know been. where he's been. Oh, you should be. Oh, um, so Jobin called me, and then since nobody had a crawl space confessional, oh, come on, guys, <laughs> get him right. It's like oh, just wait. You're gonna tell this, and then I'm gonna get him at the end. But it's like you're telling me. All you guys listen to us. There's not a single one of you 
that can't anonymously give me a good crawl space confession. Come it on. It doesn't have to be in a crawl space. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an it's attic. It's just a... Or... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when, when, when our buddy sharded and had to go give a quote in front of a homeowner that's what i mean yeah we're talking about the story that when you're in the worst crawl space of your life and you've just got to get it off your chest with no judgment (laughs) (laughs) no judgment just pure yeah i don't have to say you know laughter hey this is john from abc's heating and cooling no. How he, you know, burnt hell, the lady's house down. <laughs> yeah, I mean hell submit it as your friend's name. I don't care. Yeah, we um, won't we won't throw any names out there. Yeah, but no no judgment. But yeah, just, I I want to hear some some stories from some across the country. Gotta be some good ones. I've got hundreds of my own that were just bad. God. Just bad. All right, let's get to it here. Let me see here. Um First one, Jobin. Oh, let's see. All right, here we go. Hey, Dennis, it's Jobin. Hey, I wanted to let you know that I'm back, baby. I'm back in the HVAC business again. This time I started my own company. I haven't named it yet, but all I'm working on is repairing window units that's it that's all i'm doing and that's because the other stuff was kind of making it was it was wearing me down man i had to stop it but and then i learned a lot when i was in prison uh and i'm taking that knowledge with me over to the business aspect because my bunkmate was a drug trafficker and he told me a lot about how to run your books and how to do all that without having an accountant so that's gonna save me a lot of money but hey give me calling to get a chance I feel like Jobin uh, watched Blow and Ozark before he made that phone call. <laughs> yeah, so he's back at it. He's repairing window units. At least he's not taking motors out of ceiling fans, putting them in condensers. God, now I'm trying um, to come up with a good creative name for his business for him. Oh. Um. Maybe it was JT's. Now that was his other one. Jobin yeah. Thomas. Uh, J- JT's. All right. So here's the <laughs> Crawl Space Confessions episode 68. Hey, buddy. Hey, I got a good Crawl Space confession for you. I'm listening to your podcast from Friday and your Ryden said he started with some yellow jackets and you thought he was talking about those caffeine pills. I have not heard anybody talk about those in a long time, but it made me think of a story of one of our helpers that went into the gas station one morning. Um, and he thought he was getting one of those pills for caffeine, but instead he got one of those erection pills. (laughs) Yes, he got a horny goat weed pill. That's funny as hell. So he ended up asking to go home, and then we found out why. It's because he couldn't he couldn't work without having an erection. 
<laughs> well, we, we sent him home, but we were telling everybody, be careful, don't go in the crawl space behind, in front of him. You know, he's, he's going to be pitching a tent the whole time. But anyway, it just it, I forgot all about that until you started talking about yellow jacket and caffeine pills. So I just want to let you know. I'll talk to you later, ma'am. If you need me to write that in somewhere and use it, I can do that. Because it's a crawl space confession, but it's not my confession. It's just what I've experienced. So anyway, I'll catch you later, Oh gosh! So see exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, call your friends out for a laugh. Don't don't <laughs> go in the crawl space in front of that guy. So when Zach, no, when he was telling that, I was like, man, he's gonna be crawling around the crawl space, just <laughs> digging a ditch like he's just planting a garden down there. <laughs> What's the dang it? That makes you think you're a trip. What's the etiquette on boners? Just to roll over and dig out a hole for it or what? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he had to go home. I had, to, had to call the boss. So, look, I can't work. Can't can't do this. Oh, yeah, that's a good cross space confession. I can't Thought work. you I took a caffeine pill. <laughs> Holy crap. Can't make it up. No, you can't. That's the beauty of the crawl space confession, people. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, so we don't. I, I couldn't find anything good on. Um, at least not worth talking about. God no, no. HVAC news new. or ACHR news. They send me so much stuff now that I'm paying for it. I kept seeing, uh, I keep seeing articles pop up about Tesla building a, a heat pump. And I don't know how many times we've talked about that on here. He either needs to build one or just stop talking about it. Um, now, you want to talk about a brand to sell the homeowner. That might be easy to sell. I don't know. Are you there? It's about to cut off again. What's this I thing hope it don't cut off. <laughs> I was trying to see if there's anything at all interesting on any of them so far. It's just... Let's see. This whole page is just... It's like the only news of the last week is like four different promotions of people I've never heard of. I did see a lot of promotions on there. So yeah, go trek out. Trek out. Don't trek out. Go trek go it check out. out trek it out. out. Check out Trade Hounds. I was trying to get all that out. Um, trade Hounds. Check out our uh, Instagram. Check Look out some new our, TikTok. Well, it's not new TikTok. Stupid reels I put on there. But, um, I liked your reel. Did you ever go back and change your filter, by the way? No, it's clean. Okay. Well, that's on the first floor. It's three story tent. Remember, I live in a traffic cone, so that's true. That's true. There cozy is like cone. zero. Yeah, the cozy cone. There is uh It's hardwoods down here. There's hardly any air moving through that thing. I don't know when it just doesn't get dirty. Three zone system. Yeah, a lot going on. Um. So yeah, we got a lot, 
lot coming up. Also, Sunday, I think Sunday is our officially our most downloads in a day. So thank you, everybody that listened to us on Sunday. Catching up. Well, yeah, Sundays are... Sunday week. Well, you got it. It it goes out on 12 o'clock West Coast. Yep. 3 o'clock here, which... I mean, you're giving mad love to the West Coast people, but... Yes, Sunday and Monday usually are... Everybody over here is getting... I mean, 3 o'clock is... We tried to put it out at 3 o'clock here, and it didn't... Or uh, 12 o'clock here. Yeah, it's too early. It didn't do well. I don't know. We don't have that laid-back West Coast attitude over here. (laughs) It's kind of like... was it Ron? Is it Ronnie Chung? On one of his uh, stand-up specials, he talks about how hardcore state mottos are for East Coast states. Because like New Hampshire, live free or die. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you get to Tennessee, it's like agriculture and commerce. <laughs> it's like you start you start going west, and everyone just kind of chills the heck out a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, just like, whoa, calm down, man. Jeez. I remember the, one of the first days after I watched that special, uh, I walked out at our apartment complex and somebody had a New Hampshire plate. I don't know if they were visiting or not. And sure enough, live you know, live for your house on there and I about <laughs> lost it. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, I got to get up early. We all got to get up early. I know. Ugh. I hate adulting. Right? Who said that was going to be like, I mean. I mean, if I had known when I was little, I was going to have to get up and go to work every day and not get to play baseball or play with Legos and blocks. I just, I don't think I'd have grown up. You would have just stayed in your room and played Xbox. Oh, that's what my neighbor does. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not growing up. I refuse. My neighbor's, my neighbor's kid's like, I don't know how old that kid is. He's got to be in his 20s. He's crushing some video games over there. He works at Dunkin' Donuts because I went through the drive-thru and there he is. Like, what do you got going on, bud? Corey's like, starts talking about him. I'm like, don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even think about it. If you're up in my house at that age, the last thing you're going to be doing is playing a video game. You're going to be working on a little exit plan. <laughs> yeah. Exit plan. Learn how to fly. You're getting kicked out of the nest. That's what's happening. All right. Well, thanks for listening everybody. And, uh, We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Can't wait to see you at AHR. Can't wait to show you all of our cool promo stuff we're working on the next couple of months. So uh, stay tuned and have some fun with us and make it a great week. No peace. Peace. (laughs) Underneath the car, turning on a wrench.
out there on the farm fixing that fence. It's like watching your team while you sit on the bench, waiting on five to start on six. Mm.